Hello, and welcome to Department of the Dead. My name is Amanda. And thoughts here. And Tales has familial obligations, which so we will be plugging a tale from the Grid Square's book, Tales from the Grid Square, Volume 1. It's available on Amazon. Um, but anyway, to other topics, what are you drinking, Thought? Today I have uh, Samuel Adams Porch Rocker, and oh. I came from the lake where I had about 30 Coors Light. <laughs> So I'm just going to keep the good times rolling here. What about you? So I think I've had like two beers total today because I was like, I got to keep my wits about me. I got to I got to research a little bit more. I, I was just like, I need to be in my right mind. But uh, I, I am love- drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking a Budweiser with pickle juice in it. What the fuck is wrong with you? Who does that? <laughs> is that a thing? It's a thing. It's a it's a Midwest thing. And I saw it on TikTok, but I was like, I've never heard of that. And then I tried it, and I anytime I drink like cheap beer, like I'm you know just regular cheap beer, I'll add like a little bit of pickle juice to it because it that's got a le- not the answer. It has electrolytes in it. So <laughs> oh my god, that's that's my worst nightmare. <laughs> Jesus. By the way, Amanda and I deployed together like Wait. seven years ago. That don't I'm not that old. You're was, not that it old. It was in 2016 we deployed. No, it was 2017. Yeah, you're right. You got me. 2017. Ah, it was so fucking hot there that I was I can't remember what I was looking at, but um my my grandma she sent me pickle pop. I can't. <laughs> she's shaking your head at me. It's not even like amusing. It's just like <laughs> how like were they? Was it liquid? No, they. You know, like the um oh. um you, you know. I don't want to talk vis- about it. Visible disgust right now. No, um, it was, uh, you know, like the, the freeze pops that have like the juice in them? Yeah. It's that, the pickle juice. <laughs> Is that, it doesn't make it any better at all. That's terrible. <laughs> Terrifying. No, incorrect. <laughs> you put your pickle juice and your like non-alcoholic O'Doul's over there. Well, so I, I can't remember where I saw them, but I was like, hey, I really want these. And my grandma sent them to me because, again, electrolytes. But uh, Molly, if you remember Molly, she was like, yeah, those would probably taste really good in a Bloody Mary, you know, instead of ice. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> was like, that that makes more sense than a Budweiser. So <laughs> it's in the right direction, I Just guess. Just let me enjoy the little things, okay? Be better. Do better. I'm, I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. Skinwalkers. That is our topic today, and I'm so fucking excited. I've been doing so been much up research. Since five in the morning, messaging me to do it, and twelve hours later. Oh yeah, because I'm like two hours behind you. Behind you. Yeah. Math is hard. Math is hard. Um, well, in my defense, uh, when it, we had a uh, little shindig last night um, with uh, my boyfriend's team, they had a couple of the sing- the Singapore Army guys that are doing, like, a joint training thing here. Um, mm-hmm. So we were all out at, like, uh, called American Lake. It was a lot of fun. I was the designated driver, so I was feeling right as rain this morning. And one of uh, his buddies, we were like, mm, you know, he, you live a little bit far away. Just stay with us. So I had to drive him back to American Lake to pick up his truck. That was going to be me this weekend. That was going to be the cat uncle. <laughs> I should have came over earlier on leave and not, like, the tail end of it because I start work in two days. Oh. Did the Singapore Army guys get wrecked? <laughs> I can only really imagine. So, so much 
beer. And they were playing, so we played volleyball, and then um, we played, well, I didn't play. But no, they were playing this game, like, and I got my boyfriend to play it, because my boyfriend's stupid good at math. I, I don't understand it. But it's, it's a math game. I'm like, no, no, I don't, I don't want to play that. And so, but they were getting shithoused playing this game. And then they bring out this bottle of Fireball, and I'm like, mm, that's math and Fireball, now two of my least favorite things. No, thank you. Once that comes out, you know, it's it's game over. Yeah, yeah. It was entertaining to watch, to say the least. And then they played this other game. It's called, like, Big Fish, Little Fish. Anyone's uh, ever heard of that? Heard, I've heard of that. Yeah. Is it, I, I don't get it. I, meh. I just like chilling and, like, sitting and drinking and watching people have fun. That is exactly yeah. why I brought my standalone hammock. Exactly. Sit in the Eno and people watch. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay, anyway, back back to what we were talking about. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Skinwalkers. So, what do you know about skinwalkers? Because uh, I have the research. So, just to preface this, I thought skinwalkers was like a coverall term, and it's shocker. It's not. Um, yeah, so I, I didn't know much about it. Uh, I didn't know anything about it really until in high school. I think it was in 10th grade. I had an English teacher who was, he's a very strange, like quirky guy, but he was from Arizona and grew up on a reservoir. And uh, I've never heard of a skinwalker or anything, but he would tell, and he was this guy, like I trust him hundred percent, like squared, squared away dude. Um, he used to tell me how like these deer and, and people would end up on his roof. And he's like, it's a two story house and, um, not deer. I'm sorry. Coyote. Coyote would end up on his, on the roof of his house. And like be on like the um like on the windows and the glass and stuff and yeah he, and he said people too like humans would be up there too like crawling around and he said it was perfectly I'll say common uh it wasn't out of the ordinary for it to happen but when he said when it happens don't like look or engage with them um and that was really the first time I heard about it and didn't think much about it until I started like we talked about like the ghost stories like last year mm-hmm. um. But yeah, that was the first time I really like heard about it. And it's definitely interesting. And obviously like there's, I mean, right now I think it's like a hot topic in our like genre. Yeah. And I, I feel as though a lot more of the skinwalker stuff has come about. And I would say this is partly due to TikTok and those skinwalker videos that were circulating. At least it was popular a couple months ago, probably longer than that, but that's when like, my for you page started showing that shit. I'm like, well, what the fuck is that? I, I, yeah. And like with the popularity from TikTok and all like Instagram memes and stuff, there's no like factuality behind it. It's kind of just like supposed to be funny. Like you see your cat like stand up on its back legs, you know what I mean? And it's, it's a skinwalker. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what we do. I would say nowadays is just cope with terrifying things with humor. Like, oh, the end of the world. It's, it's, yeah, that yeah, I mean, doesn't surprise me. No, not at all. Uh, but, so, um, you have another one? No, that uh, that's really how, my, that was my introduction to it. Um, and then I really dug in deep, deeper into it, uh, like, years later when my Instagram shit popped off. Yeah, I by think that way, was, like, the first time I heard by the, the way, skin I'm sorry. Go on. Oh, no, I was just saying that was, like, the first time I had actually heard the term Skinwalker was your guys' page, like, you and Tails. It's, like, when you guys started talking about, like, what is a Skinwalker? Yeah. Um, by the way, everybody, uh, my 
not a JTAC underscore has been deleted. So if you're listening, you follow my first page's name, not a JTAC. <laughs> uh, we'll I took over my, my original handle. We'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. Fuck my yeah. life. But, um, sorry. Yeah. yeah, that's what I get for being standing up for women. For being a good dude. What I told, I told the kid, I told him to look in the mirror and spit on himself. And that was reported. And then like two seconds later, like my shit was gone. So be it. I don't want to like, I'm, I'm just going to knock on wood. I'm shocked. Well, actually not really. I, I'm not that controversial on Instagram. I can be, but like, you know, not, I guess like the reportable stuff. I'm actually, I'm just not going to jinx it. I'm just going to keep knocking on this wood. Honestly, like I've invested so much time and energy into both of my pages, getting like over twenty thousand and then fifteen thousand, and having stripped away for like saying words is just it's it's very frustrating. But I mean, that's Instagram for us, I guess. I need you'll, to just learn. Gonna, you'll get it. Yeah, I just need to learn to be a good boy. It's hard. <laughs> well, what sucks about those you had like a majority of your Skinwalker stories on your old page. Everything. Like, so what, what helped my first page that got deleted was when I did all the stories and I backed it up on my second page, which was going to be like kind of like what Tails is doing for like mm-hmm. his story, but everything there. Um, so I had it all saved and then I, so I just, I just carried that over. But now like literally everything I fucking had is gone. Like a house fire. It's fucking, it's, it's out of there. Yeah. Well, I, I think you're going to get it back and. Just make a burner account to save everything. <laughs> I guess so. That's I think you'd be a good. I need to be a, a good boy. I'm the bad boy of the uh, Instagram ghost realm. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. T- <laughs> um. So before I get into the background of this, um, I actually, I think when I was younger, I had heard that we, like, my family on my mom's side was Navajo, but what it actually it was was my. Grandma, her stepdad was Navajo Indian. Okay. And so I reached out to her on Facebook, my grandma, and I was like, hey, do you remember any stories about skinwalkers? And she's like, no, what's a skinwalker? And I was like, oh, you know, it's this, you know, told her what the term was or whatever. She's like, oh, I remember my stepdad talking about witches, but I I guess I just didn't put two and two together and he didn't have a whole lot of stories just because that kind of stuff wasn't talked about. Right. Not, I guess in that area, like if you talked about it, that's what would bring it to wherever you lived. So that's why it was a little bit hush hush. That's terrifying. Yeah, I I would agree. (laughs) That's like that story I told you about the woman whistling that got fucking, uh, like taken and I don't know. Go on. I'm sorry. Well, uh, I I sprayed myself with frankincense and myrrh, and <laughs> I've got my Palo Santo and my sage lit in the background. I've got some lavender just to keep me calm because the stuff that we're about to get into is just skin crawling. It is there. There are some things in here. I'm just like, Oof. I had to like take a break, and then I jumped right back in because yeah. I fucked up. Well, um, <laughs> you have that. I have Sam Adams and Dasani, and I'm outside, so I'm I'm good. And you will be happy to know I did a little bit of geography to when I was doing this research. Where you're at right now, you should oh, be no. fine. You should be fine. Just hear me out. You're you're on the other side of the mountains. You're fine. 
Um, okay. That's good. Good to know. Okay. So without Thank further you. ado, uh, skinwalkers. In Navajo culture, a skinwalker is pronou- and the term for it is pronounced Yinald Lushi. is a harmful type of witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. The term is never used for healers. In the Navajo language, Yinal Luchi means by means of it, it goes on all fours. And how they trans, let me just say, like the Navajo language is just so, I mean, what was it? World War II, they, they used the Navajo language because people just couldn't fucking decode it. Yeah, the code so, breaker. The fact that they got that translation out of that for them to talk about something like so taboo in that culture is like just something to think about. Most common variety of skinwalkers have been observed in horror fiction by non-Navajo people. However, Yinal Lushi are actually one of the few varieties of skinwalker in Navajo culture. Specifically, they are a type of anti-genie. Anti-genie, or, and I'm probably butchering this, but bear with me here. In other terms, uh, practitioners of witchery are people who have received supernatural power by breaking a cultural taboo. Upon initiation of the anti a person is said to have gained the power to become a Yid-Nal-Lushi. This is done by a song-dance ceremony used to curse instead of heal. Although both men and women can become anti-Jini, men, men are more commonly initiated. It is generally thought that only childless women can become witches. Not every witch is a skinwalker, but every skinwalker is a witch. Okay, so we're getting, it's, we're getting into it. This is just the background, okay? So, skinwalkers represent the antithesis of the Navajo cultural values. While community healers and culture workers are known as medicine men and women, or by other positive nurturing terms in the local indigenous language, skinwalkers are seen as evil. They're known to perform twisted ceremonies and manipulate people to disrupt the good works of medicine men. Traditionally, or sorry, wow. The good works medicine men traditionally perform in their communities. I would do so terrible. I, I would be the worst news anchor. Like, I teleprompters. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. Well, we went from Russian to, to Navajo, so, like, I don't know what, what people expect out of us. Yeah, I well, I just ha- we just happened to pick the two hardest things to pronounce <laughs> is yeah. what we did. The okay. next, next one is from Afghanistan, but... <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> I see, but I fucked it up. She sells seashells by the seashore. Okay, moving on. <laughs> In some legends, those who have attained the highest rank of a skinwalker, uh, witchcraft and wizardry, are called klizyadi, which means pure evil. This is achieved by killing a close-blood relative, incest, necrophilia, or other culturally taboo evils in the act. Uh, upon completing one of one or more of these acts, is said to destroy their humanity and allow them to become fully initiated in the way of witchery. Isn't this creepy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh no, it, it gets worse. It gets worse. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. In order to err on the side of caution and alert the other tribe members of evil doings, traditional healers learn about both good and evil magic. While most handle the knowledge responsibly. Some become corrupt and choose to become evil witches. In all reality, most cases of knowing the difference between good and evil and making conscious decisions is nothing new. 
imagine you're given that knowledge and then you practice it. And for whatever reason, someone in the group wronged you and you snap and decide, fuck it, it's skinwalker time. <laughs> and I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I understand in those circumstances and other circumstances, people are just sociopaths and just pure evil. So it's skinwalker time. It's skinwalker time. <laughs> um, the more frequent transformations are seen in the forms of coyotes, wolves, foxes, eagles, owls, or crow. However, the Yi Nald Lushi is, is able to assume the form of any animal they choose and is likely based on what abilities they need at the time. <laughs> I, I wrote in my own like little thoughts in those too. <laughs> Just imagine it though, like a skinwalker frog. Uh, imagine like, and what like, when would you need like to be a skinwalker frog, you know? <laughs> no, no, here's, Here's my theory, though, and this is where I wanted you to bring these stories in, and this is why I made you get these. I have a theory that hamsters are skinwalkers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, honestly, how fucking <laughs> stupid hamsters are, I, be- I believe anything you tell me about them. <laughs> when the hamsters fucking die, the most dramatic deaths. Or they're like, or hamsters are like possessed by skinwalkers. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it really is astounding because no one, I think out of like the thousands of people probably messaged me about hamsters, maybe two of them died naturally. The rest of them are getting electrocuted, dogs are biting their heads off. They're like, <laughs> it's insane. It's not like, funny. It's not funny. It is, it's not, <laughs> it but it's funny. It, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Okay, so. I, I had a hamster get hit by a car when I was younger. Dog, like, like, this motherfucker living in the city, he rolled out the front door and got hit by a car. It, like, it's it's hilarious. We have to just laugh at it. <laughs> oh, my God. They're God's, like, least favorite creation, clearly. That is my theory. It's either hamsters or skinwalkers. Or hamsters are possessed by skinwalkers, and that's why they die. The most ridiculous death. That's a side quest. We'll look into that. That is a side quest, and we'll 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 probably revisit this. Yeah, the version two. Hashtag skinwalker hamsters. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's our new space yeti. <laughs> this episode space yeti. We're gonna have. We're gonna have a theme for each episode. Trust. First one was okay. the sloth. Sorry, yeah, go on. Where the fuck was I? Okay, yeah. Frogs, skinwalkers, hamster skinwalkers. Okay, so back to the research. So, for example, a skinwalker will choose their form. Uh, so, say they need to be a bird for expedient, uh, expedient travel in pursuit, escape, or otherwise. In some cases, Navajo believes skinwalkers have the ability to steal the face of a person. Legend goes on to say if you make eye contact with a skinwalker, they can absorb themselves into your body like a spiritual parasite, so to speak. That begs the question, what happens to your consciousness? Are you, are you like both in there when the skinwalker possesses you or does it knock you out like you're asleep in a coma? Right. So my guess is it really depends. If the skinwalker is vindictive, it may keep you awake and powerless. On the other hand, the skinwalker may want to gaslight you so you don't remember anything that you do or that they're using your body to do. Again, Hamsters being possessed by skinwalkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, so maybe like the skinwalker makes you kill your family or the animals on your farm and 
my mind immediately goes to farms just because of all the stories on the reservations. Moving on. Additionally, if you lock eyes with the skinwalker, your body will freeze up in fear and the skinwalker skinwalker will use that fear to gain power and energy. They feed on their victim's fear, which is undoubtedly plentiful in that power dynamic. Skinwalkers are commonly believed to be the color white while in animal form. This is how many distinguish a skinwalker in animal form from a regular animal. It is said that to say skinwalker out loud will attract them to you as if you've been marked. To say their name out loud is to invite them to yourself. So I've said skinwalker probably upwards of about 40 times. Yeah, you're fucked. This episode. (laughs) LOL. LOL. R.I.P. Amanda. (laughs) I'm going to die some, like, horrible hamster death. (laughs) Amanda was electrocuted and got her head bitten off by a a fucking Amanda was in a hamster ball and, like, rolled off into oncoming traffic. (laughs) That's how she wanted to go. (laughs) She was a runner. She was a track star. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so sweaty. You're sweaty. Yeah, it's hot this is the best here. Episode, yeah, clearly. This is definitely the best episode. Oh, Great dialogue. there's oh, there's so much. There's so much information. Like I said, like, when I researched this, I was on like my lunch breaks, just like looking up Skinwalkers, which probably like flagged my account. But whatever, I really don't give a shit. I'm getting out of the army. Don't care. Um, so their powers. Some say that skinwalkers have the power to read a human's thoughts. They also possess the ability to make any animal or human noise that they choose, regardless of their current form. A skinwalker may use the voice of a relative or the cry of an infant to lure victims out of the safety of their homes, since a skinwalker cannot enter an inhabited home without invitation, similar to vampires. Okay. So, men, don't, just don't invite them in. You're fine. Just be an introvert. So methods of harm. Skinwalkers use it. This is what I found really actually interesting. I knew none of this before researching. Skinwalkers use a powder called corpse dust, also known as corpse poison, corpse powder, and to, I'm not going to fucking try, uh, corpse powder to poison their victims. Corpse dust is comprised of the ground infant bones, often twin infants. It's just, <laughs> just shaking his head. Specifically bones from the fingers. So sorry. Specifically bones from the fingertips and the back of the skull. Okay. <laughs> lock your windows, lock your doors. Don't answer the door. Hide your twins too. Hide your twins. Hide your twins. Hide your wife. And walkers are like fucking everyone out here. Oh my god. Hide your hamsters. Hopefully other people are laughing like I was like This is so deep. <laughs> dark. It's so dark. I'm not I'm I swear I'm hundred percent not being disrespectful. This is actually terrifying. This legit terrifies This is nervous like, laughing. It's not the whole top tribes. But, again, our millennial humor is just laughing at trauma. So, (laughs) it is what it's. So, okay. (sighs) Okay. Deep breaths, deep breaths. Go down. Goose trauma. Okay. 
Um, they yeed Nalushi, blow it into the faces of their victims, or down a chimney of the victim's home. Soon after the victim breathes the dust, the tongue t- starts to swell and blacken, and they undergo convulsions and die not long after. <laughs> I'm going to stop reacting. <laughs> keep, keep reading. I'm sorry. Just <laughs> <laughs> have this look like, fuck it, I'm out of here. This is <laughs> yeah, like, how do you how do you respond any other way? It's like the worst. <laughs> I, I just can't be, all right, okay. Deep breath. I'm well, not going to react anymore. Honestly, the, the next part's just a map, but now if you want to go into the drive and go to the Word document under our Skidwalkers episode. I'm on it And right this now. is page, what fucking page is this? Just scroll down until you see a map. I... So, the legend of Skidwalkers is not widely known or understood outside Navajo culture. So... From the map, you can kind of see where the entities came from. Uh, so you can see on the map, a majority of it is in Arizona. Um, a little bit more in New Mexico, a little bit more in Utah, and then I think maybe a smidge in Colorado. A smidge. So by the map, you should be good. Uh, however, if you're, if you're in Arizona, you're fucked. So, yeah, Arizona is the hot spot. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I don't even know where Fort Huachuca is. New Mexico? No, that's in Arizona. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Okay. But, um, so that's what kind of got me though. Like just when I, when I pulled up this map, I was like, so how the fuck did they get away with calling it Skinwalker Ranch? Right. I was like, that's all the way up in like near Salt Lake City. It, it didn't make sense to me, and I was like, okay, fuck it. It's probably another creature. I, I, there's there's so many out there, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll get more into that here in a bit. Um, so, speaking of the lack of knowledge, the lack of knowledge is due to both reluctance to discuss the subject with outsiders and from outsiders lacking cultural understanding uh, of the Navajo people, their practices, and the folklore that Native commentators argue are needed to understand the lore. Traditional Navajo people are hesitant to reveal the skinwalker lore to non-Navajos or to discuss it at all that they, with whom they don't trust. In American history, I mean, that's fair, considering the treatment of, and the ongoing treatment of indigenous people. But that's not to get political or anything. Like, Don't cancel me. Okay. Uh, oh, well, I'm going right into this. So cultural appropriation and skinwalkers, which I did not know this was a thing. I, I, again, I learned so much just the two weeks that I had to research this topic. So Adrian Keene, a Cherokee Nation activist and the founder of the Native, the Native Appropriations blog, uh, has written in response to non-Navajos incorporating the legends into the writing, specifically when J.K. Rowling did so. Uh, that when this is, when this appropriation is done, Quote, we as Native people are now opened up to a barrage of questions about the beliefs and traditions. But these are not things that need to be discussed by outsiders at all. And I'm sorry if that seems unfair, but that's just how our cultures survive. Which I'm like, I mean, I get it to a degree, but at the same time, it's like there's some things with cultures it's okay to discuss. And I understand that, like, I definitely understand, like, skidwalkers being a touchy subject just with all the terrifying shit. And it's just dark and... 
But it's like, not even supposed to speak about them, you know? Yeah. But J.K. Rowling was a bit of an asshole in this regard, and I'll get into that. Uh, so I had to look up what our famed Harry Potter writer had to say about skinwalkers and Navajo tribes. So apparently she called them Native American wizards in the his, uh, history of magic in North America. This was serialized in Rowling's website Pottermore and was attacked for using the ancient culture as a convenient prop. A short piece of writing talks about the magical new world in the 14th and 17th centuries. It's heavily criticized, particularly when a number of natives pointed out in her writing about skinwalkers and Navajo legend who are said to be evil witches and wizards who can take the form of animals. Rowling writes that the myth, quote, has a basis in fact. A legend grew up around the Native American Adam. I'm going to butcher this and I've read this a million times. I, I grew I grew up with Harry Potter. It's either Animagi or Animagi. You know, like the, the people that can transform into animals. Second one. Second one sounds great. Animagi. Yeah, sure. Professor, what that. Professor McGonagall could do. She turned into a cat, though. That's what you would do. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Just thinking of the poor sap that turned into a hamster. <laughs> oh, my God. And it would just die immediately. It's just going to bring it. I'm a hamster, and it would fart, and then just it would have a heart attack. And of the movie. It's just like they're all picking out like what animal they want to be. Like, I want to be a hamster. Are you sure about that? Think about your choices carefully. Or or it would just be this hamster that never dies. And they're just like, this, this is a sacred hamster or something. But anyway. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. So that they had sacrificed close family members to gain their powers of transfiguration. In fact, the majority of Animagi assumed animal forms to escape persecution or hunt for the tribe. Such derogatory rumors often originated with nomad medicine men, who were sometimes faking magical powers themselves and fear of exposure. So what she was saying was like these witches and wizards that were able to like transform into these animals were like the skinwalkers and they were called like these evil things by the good medicine men who were not actually practicing magic. And they, they just, it's like the, they versus us kind of thing. Right. The muggles, the muggles and the, the, uh, witches and wizards. And so that, that's, that's problematic. And, um, we'll see why just be, when I get into totem animals too, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, so Rowling responded on Twitter course she did in my wizarding world there are no skinwalkers with legend created by those without magic to demonize wizards and in response dr adrian keen responded to jk rowling on twitter why do they always fight on twitter i know right it's not <laughs> it's not your world it's our real native world native world and skinwalker stories have context roots and reality you can't just claim to take a living tradition of marginalized people that straight up colonialism and appropriation <sighs> i mean skinwalkers are evil and to say that like i think what jk rowling was doing was she was saying that the skinwalkers were actually good when they were using crushed up infant bones and t- fingertips and yeah the back of their skulls too good yeah, people back, yeah good good all around good folk um yeah. Yeah. Okay. So almost done here. I think I'm at at two pages left, but they're just lists. So bear with me. Some cool facts I found while researching. They're from the Internet. So just take them with a grain of salt. Skinwalkers refer to a typical, quote, good medicine manner, which oh, wait, what spirit? Oh, I'm sorry. 
spirit walkers refer to good medicine man or witch, differing them from skinwalkers. So spirit walkers, good. Skinwalkers, bad. Quick sip. Yeah, drink, drink of my pickle beer. A pickle beer. <laughs> uh, to be able to transform, legend sometimes requires that the skinwalker wears a pelt of an animal. In most cases, this pelt is not used in modern times because it is an obvious sign of them being skinwalkers. So don't wear your fur coats. Uh, skinwalkers are usually hair are usually very hairy in their human form. In European werewolf lore, a human form will keep any injury sustained during animal form, which is sometimes a good way to find a skinwalker hiding in your village. On the opposite spectrum of skinwalkers, the good medicine men were said to be so in tune with the flow of nature, it would often take the form of a, quote, totem animal. Totem animals are kind, gentle animals that have grown on humans so much that they acquire a sacredness and, honored, and they are honored with dances, music, and artwork. These men are not to be confused with the Yi Nalushi. Good medicine men practice healing, blessings, and removals of curses, whereas a skinwalker seeks to harm humans, lay curses, and practice evil whenever possible. And this is the creepiest little factoid. If the skinwalker screams far away, it means that it's near you. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so I is have... It like, good... so like on the flip side, if it's close, is it far away? Yeah. But if it sounds like it's far away, wait. Yeah, if it sounds like it's far away, it means it's close. If it sounds close, it's far away. Just try to follow. Regardless, I'm, I'm running away. So. <laughs> well, you're going to love this next part. Um, this is all about how to protect yourself from skinwalkers. Good. Let's do it. Okay. So number one, if you can kill a skinwalker, you can kill a skinwalker if you call them by their true human name. About three days later, that skinwalker will either get sick or die for the wrong that they have committed. So just know everybody's name. Okay. <laughs> Number two, in order to kill a skinwalker in animal form, you shoot it in the neck with bullets dipped in white ash. Number three, if you go camping near a Navajo reservation, and I say this because skinwalkers of this origin are different from the Wendigo and rakes, and we'll get more into those in other episodes, um, but there are a few things that you can do around your campsite. Draw a circle around the campsite with dirt or use a salt circle. Bring a gun and use white ash to dust the bullets before loading. Uh, you can use white ash from sage. And if you don't own a gun for whatever reason or you are just flying into the location and didn't check a gun and your ammo, a silver-plated machete works too. Just make sure you go for the neck and dust the machete with white ash. It's like in Spongebob when the sea bears come and they make a sniffle. <laughs> God, I forgot about the sea bears. That's what <laughs> the sea bears <laughs> coming together. <laughs> we need to put a picture of that on Instagram. <laughs> so, are we going with sea bears or are we going with hamsters this, this episode? All, all of them. <laughs> sea bear with a hamster head. <laughs> if you make it, I will post it. <laughs> I'll try my best. I normally I normally outsource because I'm not artistic at all. I honestly, if um, I have to like crop a head onto something, I just use Snapchat. Yeah, that's the, exactly. literally the only reason I. If you are over the age of twenty, I'm gonna say, if you're over the age of twenty one, unless you're using it for like close close friends, and or making funny pictures, you don't need to have a Snapchat. 
if some guy or girl asks what your Snapchat name is, run away. Run She's away. She's too young. She's too young for you, brother. She's too young for you. What's your Snapchat you were, handle? Goodbye. You had Snapchat when she was in high school. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Anyway. Okay. It's kind of like when people ask me for my Instagram and I'm like, I run a meme page. Oh, God. I really hope that that doesn't become the new What's Your Snap. I really hope that doesn't become the new What's Your Snap. Yeah, I don't know. Just take my phone number, you know? Like, call me. Why can't that just be a thing? You can send pictures over, like, text or whatever, if that's what people do these days. I don't know. What's your Zanga? Our age is showing. You're really cute. What's your Zanga? What's your Zanga? It's just, I should start writing down the different stupid hashtags that people are going to be like, what are they fucking talking about? I'm like, well, if you listen to the episode, you know what the fuck we're talking about. So I turned, I turned 31 last week and I have no idea what the fuck anyone is talking about. Especially my soldiers. Like, um, I just don't even bother trying to learn. Before we start bashing on the younger generation, I'm going to get through the rest of this list of how to protect yourself because it actually does have some good tips in here besides, you know, bring a machete. Um, sea bear circles, continue. Sea bear circles. Moving on. Number four, stage a circle around your campsite or your house. Other herbs used in Navajo people include corn pollen, cedar ash, and juniper berries. Toss them into a campfire or a fire pit near your home, and it's said to help ward off skinwalkers due to their highly developed sense of smell. Skinwalkers are afraid of coal and salt, so maybe you can just carry around some charcoal. I don't know. If you're in those hot spots, I would just have like a go bag, maybe like a fanny pack of white ash and salt. Corn pollen. Pollen and like. <laughs> yeah. And know their name. And know the name too. <laughs> What's your Snapchat? Just ask the skinwalker what their Snapchat is. Your Snapchat, baby, baby finger bone, skull <laughs> having a Snapchat name is baby finger bone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but the amount of stuff I've listened to about skinwalkers. This is the most unhinged. <laughs> we're finding a we're finding the humor out of it. It's not we so are. serious. Though. They're also serious. They have like background music, like ooh, skinwalkers, and I'm just like, what's your snap? <laughs> hey, baby finger bone, back of the skull. <laughs> oh my god. We are almost done. We're almost done. Let's get okay. through this. Keep talking. Ah, uh, got this. I got this. Okay. Uh, so yeah, throw that shit in the fire near your home or campsite. Skinwalkers have a highly developed sense of smell. Skinwalkers are afraid of cold salt. I already said that. Uh, okay, here's a good one. Never leave fingernail clippings on the ground. Although I don't know anyone that like clips their fingernails outside. Maybe, oh, that's actually, no, thinking about it, like people who bite their fingernails when they're nervous. Like think about it, like you're out in the woods and like maybe you, I, I don't, I've never had a fingernail biting habit i'm so glad that i don't especially after reading this that's like think about it, like you're nervous and you're biting your fingernails and you're like spitting them out like, like the cartoons where you're like filing them away and they're flying yeah off. so yeah never leave fingernail clippings on the ground if you spit cover it with dirt same goes for blood on the ground never shit on the ground without burying it never basically never leave anything with your dna on the ground because 
whatever skinwalker is in the area can use that to take your form. Oh, okay. Yeah. So get, I was get thinking, like, for a second, it was, like, good, like, nature etiquette to, like, bury your shit, don't surface shit. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, be polite outdoors. But I guess it makes sense they're going to take my shit off the ground and, you know, become become me or whatever. Scat rats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was, like, one of those, like, folklore, like, oh, or, like, you know, those things that people tell you, like, don't make that face. Your face is going to stay like that. Like, bury your yeah. shit or skinwalker's going to take your <laughs> If you cross your eyes too long, you're going to stay like that. <laughs> bury your shit. Some grandma made this shit up, and it's 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 gone way too far. <laughs> oh. uh, unhinged, unhinged, unhinged skinwalkers. Okay, all right, last one. Take juniper ash and make a line around your home. Go go from north to east to south to west to north in a four point direction. In other words going clockwise, then burn sage around it going the same directions, or you can use salt or coal instead of juniper ash. Skinwalkers can't cross it. See bear circle. <laughs> bear circle. Full circle. Full circle. All right. Before we get into the PowerPoint, I'm going to get another beer because I just finished mine. Yeah, I'm going to get another beer. I'll be back in like 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Timing you. Go uh, now. You there? Yep. I was actually timing that just so I knew like which part to edit out, and that was like forty five seconds. So you're slacking. I'll take the L on there. Can I see what other beer monstrosity I have? Yeah, I changed two. What do you have now? I have Natterdays. Okay. How much pickle did you put in it? None, because this is strawberry lemonade. All right, good. I'm happy for you. Thank I you. have a Luganita. Is, uh daytime IPA. Oh, uh, wait. Did you say is that Lagutas? Just like it's, you, I can't speak. It's backwards. Oh no, nope, you're right. Luganitas. I was thinking like Laguna Beach. Lagoon, Lagoon. These fucking dogs. God. Um, yeah. I've anyway. Is that? Do you hear that dog barking? Is that bothersome? Nah, nah. I'm. I actually was, like, also looking up ways to just, like, the sound quality and stuff like that to, like, filter out background noise. So maybe they'll be less. They're not, like, right up in the camera. Should be less. I move into my place on the 25th. So from then on, I'll have the whole setup, just like you. You got your cool little speaker. Headphones. Headphones, speaker. Fuck Yeah. Not just some guy on Skype anymore. I mean, we'll still be using Skype because well, we're doing charges. Yeah. Because I'm fucking just, I'm just capitalism. Raw, raw dog in Skype right now. <laughs> Fuck yes. My Animal Crossing just downloaded on my Switch. Just like a demented version of Animal Crossing and there's like cryptids in it. And you live next door to like it. I, I'm just saying, like, Nintendo creators need to, like, step it up and add cryptids to Animal Crossing. Because I would kill to live next door to Mothman. I'm really sure. Um, All right. That's a, okay. Oh, no, you're fine. I just have a few, I mean, there's not a whole lot of photos and stuff, just, like, interesting things to, to show you 
on the Skinwalker photos on the drive. So if you go to that. <laughs> Whenever you can, just please send me the hamster death story so we can read these on the podcast. I'll do it. Let me, uh, all right. Yes. Bring up the Wait, drive that'll, right that'll be the end. So that means that all yeah, of you have to stick around till the end. That'll be the, uh, hold on, skinwalkers, okay. The piece de resistance. The piece de resistance. Proceed, Amanda. Proceeding. All right, do you see the first one? Yes. Okay, so this is the northern New Mexico skinwalker photo. So the person who posted it claimed it was taken near Leibrook, Leibrook, and Counselor. That's such a pretentious town name. I'm sorry. Moving on. Which is near the, fuck, why do I pick these names? Kia Carrier. Icaria Reservoir? Icaria? 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 Icaria Reservation. I know two L's make a Y, so that sounds good. Yeah, Icaria. Okay. Oh, moving on. All right, so this was taken from, like, the website that I did most of my research on, and this is the the Navajo depiction of a skinwalker with a pelt. This is, like, the most common one I, I, I see, like, when you, like, read about and research it. Yeah, but when they say, when from the research, they were saying, like, oh, they're really hairy in uh, human form. This guy is, like, waxed chest, waxed arms. A Native American guy wearing, like, a bobcat pelt on his head. Is that a bobcat? Uh, oh, let me yeah. zoom in. Oh, that's Kayu- What type of Lapa. smaller cat? Question mark? Maybe. But, yeah, that, that's just what I, I found. Um... So the next photo is from Skinwalker Ranch. All right. So the investigation team that went there, and I, I did a little bit of research into Skinwalker Ranch because people are going to be like, oh, did you talk about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm talking about it. Really not. It's, it's, it's not native to the area. So I'm like, I think that it's probably another cryptid that's up there or a, a herd of whatever cryptid is there. Or maybe it's aliens. I don't fucking know. But because a lot of the, a lot of the, the um, cases at Skinwalker Ranch aren't Skinwalker related, so there's a documentary about it on what Netflix or Hulu, one of them. Mm-hmm. So it'll um, the the weird happenings. I have that on the next slide, but uh, this investigation team were shown images of towers of light shooting skyward, and the Pentagon apparently funded a program studying UFOs at a mysterious site in Utah. So that can be linked to uh, Skinwalker Ranch. But the next one, I'm. So oh, sorry. It's it's fucked up. It's fucked up. So these are the cattle. It literally left nothing. These are cattle. The, these next photos are cattle found on Skinwalker Ranch. And the first photo, it's, it looks like a young calf with just its head and then, like, just a spinal cord and ribs. It's, and all, it's, it's just literal ribs. It, 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 looks, it looks like those, I mean... It almost looks kind of like human, almost. I mean, most animals kind of do, but it's like yeah, here no, like the- no arms, no legs, no tail, no nothing. It's, it's kind of creepy. Um, okay, and then uh, the, on the right, it shows investigators capturing dangerous radiological readings on dead cattle. So I guess on Skinwalker Ranch, like the animals that die for whatever reason have a high level of radiation found on them. Um, so that kind of brings me back to the Diatlov thing with like maybe aliens. I don't really that, that, that was my first thought process too. <laughs> but with with Skinwalker Ranch, if it's I'm you know, with 
in the Dyatlov Pass, if you're thinking government interference and whatnot, it's like maybe less of that, more so aliens, which from what I saw with the Skinwalker Ranch documentary, it seemed a lot more on the nose of aliens rather than the government. But the government may be knowing yeah. about it, but the government not being the ones to test on the people or animals. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. But this, okay. this last photo, this last photo is I really eye-opening. I love it. <laughs> it's Post Malone. And Brandon Fugal. Maybe I'm saying that wrong. Fugal. He, Fugal. 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 Brandon Fugal. We'll call him that. Uh, he is the owner of Skinwalker Ranch, and I'm not sure why he had Post Malone on Skinwalker Ranch. But, but there what he I, is with a yeah. with a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I didn't even see that. <laughs> this this will go on the. I just, uh, I just this saw this thing of Post Malone. I'm like, that's going on the drive. <laughs> um, got a rifle with. The, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Post Malone is like really into. Uh, the paranormal and cryptids and all all that other stuff. So he Post Malone is supposed to be cursed. Okay. Like I'll I'll have to next episode I'll definitely like or maybe I'll just like do a little side Google while you're reading um, the story. But yeah, supposedly Post Malone is a cursed individual. I can't remember what. I, oh my god, no! A uh, fuck, fuck. What the fuck is it called? Fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> It's it's like this, it's this box. It's this cursed box. I think it was like the devil's box or something like that. But like he touched it and he was like basically possessed or some shit like that. Fuck. From touching the fuck. box? What the fuck was that box called? Fuck. Shit. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. I'm Googling this right now. Hold on. So Post. he touched the box. Post Malone cursed box. Oh, that's what it, I, I knew it was called. It was started with a D. The, the it's spelled D Y B B U K. Dibuk, Dibuk. D Y B B U K. Yeah, the Dibuk box. I'm just gonna call it the Dibuk, the Dibuk box. Sounds good. So, oh shit, yeah, because okay, just gonna read this real quick. Post Malone, fuck you, I don't want to subscribe. <laughs> uh, Post Malone's not been too lucky recently. First, the rapper was involved in a plane emergency when two tires of his private jet blew out on the runway. A few days later, his old house was reportedly broken into by gun-toting invaders. A week after that, he was involved in a car crash when his Rolls Royce collided with another car. Now, some fans think they may have found the reason behind his spate of bad luck. The 23-year-old's been cursed by a haunted box. Okay. He's 23? Oh, shit. Yeah, he was... He, he, a real takeaway from this. He looks terrible. <laughs> I forgot how old. I mean, I forgot. Like, it. I didn't realize that we're older than Post Malone. Jesus Christ! Right. Okay. Right. So, if you remember the um, the guy Zach Baggins, Zach Baggins, the paranormal <laughs> investigator guy, really famous. I do, yeah. 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 So, um, he owns this museum. Sorry, we're straying from Skinwalkers, but this is just like to give you maybe why. Post Malone is at Skinwalker Ranch. Um, so the Dybbuk box, in the video, Zach touches the box, and Post, they call him Posty in this, Posty touches his shoulder, which is apparently enough to get yourself cursed. So I don't think, yeah, so he didn't actually touch the box itself. When Zach Baggins is touching the Dybbuk box, Post Malone touched his shoulder, and then I guess the curse transferred. 
Uh, Zach appears to explain something to the rapper before they both run out of the room. He may have been explaining that the box is said to contain a divic, in which in Jewish mythology is a malicious spirit. So I'm just going to leave that at that. Post Malone is cursed. Is Post Malone Jewish? Is he Jewish? Fuck, now I'm going to like go on the... I'm going to be researching researching Post Malone tonight. I'm not going to do it right now. I'm not going to do it right now. Side quest. We'll remember it. (laughs) Fuck, we got... Skinwalker hamsters. What else we get this episode? Um, sea bears. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think those are the two big ones. <laughs> and then posting the third one. This is just where I'm at. Uh, we're taking our listeners for a ride. Hopefully, they're <laughs> laughing with us. I hope so. They're probably just like, "Why the fuck is she laughing? Shut the fuck up." <laughs> okay. Well. Um, to round out this episode, which will probably end whenever it ends, but we did want to plug Tales from the Grid Squares, uh, his tale from his book. Again, that is available on Amazon. You can go to Tales from the Grid Square, uh, his Instagram page. Uh, we'll link his Instagram handle in the show notes, the actual Amazon link itself on our show notes to hopefully get listeners to be able to access it faster. He's a self published writer so it's a little bit harder to find him but without further ado very handsome too tails is very handsome too all right um so from here on out we're gonna read a couple of skinwalker stories um i would this is thought i would have posted my my older stories however i was zucked for reasons but um so i'm gonna do a a sandwich here where i'm gonna do two of my favorites being the bread and then the middle one being like a, a middle ground here. So the first one is going to be Tail's most recent Skinwalker story. Are you ready, Amanda? Mm-hmm. Okay. So from uh, the two sources here, we have Tail's, um, Tail's of the Grid Square, his Instagram. So Tail's underscore from underscore the underscore Grid Square. This is his most recent Skinwalker story. And I will start. Got a couple slides here. So this is from an anonymous um, submission here. I might not have a super fucked up story, but it's pretty creepy. One, if you'll take it, I'm an MP at Quantico, and there's definitely been a couple fucked up things I've seen on nights patrolling West Side. So being at Quantico for two years as an MP, for those that don't know about Quantico, it's set up with two sides. Main side, where everything is east of 95, and appropriately named West Side, where the te- where they do tables and all the ranges. Now, West Side is pretty damn massive. Like, I'm talking about two to three hours to drive around it all with these forgotten off-roads and... Old cemeteries from homesteads dotting in landscape. Plenty of forgotten training areas dating back to World War II. When I was on night shift, I always asked to be a roving unit uh, where I would uh, have the chance to go and scout out places to hunt or fish on my off days. And being the only unit out there and being left alone was plenty nice to skate or just do my own thing over 10-hour shifts. Now, I'm no stranger to the woods or the outdoors or anything. I grew up running outdoors um, in the mountains for quail and deer in Southern California. As a kid and spent a ton of nights and camping by myself in the teens. Cause there's really not much out there that nature freaks me out. One night in about November when the nights were really dark and real fast, I was done posting Marines out of the gates and heading up to a far off training area. I had my tree stand and camera to go take a look. Sorry. Heading up to a far off training area, I had my tree stand and camera at to go take a look to see if anything had been around. To get there, you had to drive about 30 minutes up one road and then another 15 until you hit a long dirt road that dissects that about halfway. In this particular area, comms always suck, so you're pretty much out on your own. I parked my Durango on the offshoot and grabbed my flashlight and started off heading 
into the creek bottom about a mile or so off the road. I've done this a ton of times, so I got there pretty fast. I grabbed the chip out of my trail cam and hopped up my tree stand to take a look to pass some time. And this is where it gets kind of funky. Not even five minutes into flipping through pictures of some turkey that was uh, hanging around, I heard some human walk through the woods about 30 yards in front of me. Now, this is like the middle of the night on a training base, so a lost lieutenant doing night land app is not out of the question. So I thought I'd have the chance to fuck with him or her. I closed my laptop and turned off my flashlight and tried to see if I could see who was there. I hear it walk closer and closer and stop about 20 yards in front of me. And I can make out an outline to what looked like a deer, which is kind of disappointing. So I stayed to watch where he or she was heading so I wouldn't spook, spook it. All of a sudden, it started bashing its head against a tree over and over and over and over until its entire skull cap was crushed and it was leaking blood and brain matter. Then, this fucking thing stood up on its hind legs and turned towards me as though it was staring directly at me, even with its eyes being useless. It said, in the clearest tone I have heard, ever heard in my entire life, I know you are there. My fucking stomach hit the floor. I was too frozen in fear to even draw my pistol. And as quickly as it walked in, it got back on all fours and walked away. I waited about 10 minutes, shaking like a damn leaf before I hauled ass out of there and got back to my patrol car and grabbed my shotgun and sat in the lit parking lot of the PX the rest of the night. It took about a month before I had the boss to go back to grab my laptop and shit from there. And I went with a friend who I didn't tell what happened, but I told him to bring his long gun as well. When I got there, I grabbed my stuff and looked towards where I thought it was at. And the tree was busted with splinters everywhere and what looked like blood and bones scattered on the ground. And to summarize the rest of it, he never went back there. And if he ever goes out again, um, he brings his shotgun. But he told his Navajo grandpa about it. And he told me to never speak of it for that it freaked it out. And that, and that yeah, he uh, was terrified he never went back. His Navajo grandpa never said to go back there or talk about it. But mm. that mm. that's the and I don't friends, like it. <laughs> no. And my friends who know now that I run this page, uh, we were on the OP in the field and I was reading, uh, I was reading the story. I read it like three times and like it was, it's fucking terrifying. Oh. Right. Uncomfortable noises. <laughs> if, like, could you just fucking imagine just no, seeing I that, hearing that, like, fuck. Okay. Any notes you got Moving there? Moving on. Moving on. Okay, moving on. Very fine. Happy noises. <laughs> All right. Story two, and this is from Tales of the Good Square's book, which, again, is on Amazon and Ask Us For It, or it's on his, his own Instagram page. But story two is called NTC Creature. Uh, if you don't know, NTC it's National Training Center uh, in Fort Irwin in California in fucking the boonies. NTC Creature. Okay, so I didn't start believing in any of this shit until I went to NTC in 2016 and had an experience with a Wendigo slash Skinwalker. Coincidentally, enough in 2016 at NTC. Never saw it, though. Only heard now and felt it. For a long time, it was just something I would think about or thought I dreamt of until uh, I talked to the full-blood Navajo dude when I got out, and he said it was a Skinwalker slash Wendigo. To preface the experience, I spent most of my childhood in nature hunting, fucking off, stalking animals, and became stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Whoa. <laughs> uh, 
We both thought the same thing for a second. <laughs> okay, <continue. laughs> Where's the dad again? <laughs> uh, hold on. God damn it. <laughs> we had two beers this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> One, two, three. To preface the experience, I spent most of my childhood in nature, hunting, fucking off, stalking animals, and became significantly in <laughs> with nature. I can feel the changes in Earth as beings move through it, and definitely if they were looking at me. Fast forward to Fort fucking Irwin in 2016, I find myself as lonely observer on a mountaintop observing a pass. About three quarters of our battalion was killed, not not in real life, and our fearless leaders fast cammed what was left of the unit to the valley. I was on my OP by myself with two strikers worth of soldiers at the mountain base. I would walk down for resupply, but I was by myself with an LLDR, which is like a laser, for three days and nights. The night I was up there, just doing my thing, probably about 0-3 in the morning, and I started feeling there was something near me. At first, I assumed a giant jackrabbit was moving somewhere around me and brushed it off. About 15 minutes <clears throat> about fifteen minutes later, and the feeling is back. It feels like something bigger is nearby. I assume it's a mountain goat or one of the donkeys people keep talking about. And shortly after that, I can hear something moving around, probably 200 yards away, dead of the night. It begins to move closer, and the feeling of indifference and curiosity turns into fear. I begin to notice the sounds moving closer. I knew it was not a hooved animal, simply from its steps, and the cadence that it was moving made me think it was a biped for sure. And I started wondering what the fuck it could be. I pop on my PSV-20s and pick up nothing on the MVG or thermal in the mountain. Just the vehicles, sleep area, and two soldiers on guard a bit away. I decided to stop observing and face how I could hear this thing. All while I begin to feel what I can only describe as dread. Dread's so pure, I can feel it in my teeth. I had nothing but blanks, so I grabbed my hunting knife and it kept it on me. I heard the creature move toward me in a zigzag pattern ever so slowly, pausing to listen or smell and then advancing towards me. Around the time, I felt the scary feeling was when I noticed a stench of rotting flesh getting worse until my eyes almost burnt from it. I was frozen in some odd state of probably five five minutes until I felt the presence recede away from me. That was it. I didn't say a fucking thing to another unit. I discovered this page and saw other people having counts like the feeling of fear and the rotting smell, which was all just affirma- affirmation to me I wasn't crazy. But as I said before, I never saw the thing. I didn't go to sleep that night, and once the sun started to come up, I went and grabbed to find some tracks, which I swear to God, I can track a thing or two. There was nothing on the ground of tracks. The only thing I could find were on vegetation, but it's more challenging to catch a line on an animal that way, and it was too sporadic to track or assume it was all from the same animal. It fucked with me, man. The noises of it moving almost would change as it progressed. Like I said, never anything hooved. That's very distinct. It was like a big cat taking its time stalking something, but almost like its feet were changing from paws to claws to bare feet. Ooh, that's fucked. Okay. Sorry. Um, unless there were three fucking things taking turns fucking with me, but I knew it could see me and was moving towards me. I could feel both of its eyes on me like someone was pushing two fingers against the base of my neck. It was like I was hanging out in a barren wasteland, like a tiger or some other apex predator teleported next to me out of the blue. 
I like how this person talks. I'm very, uh, whew, I'm feeling it. Wax I can say poetic. Very poetic. Anon friend. I can say with almost certainty it was no cougar. The way it moved, it couldn't be a feline, especially with how far away I heard it. If it were a cougar after me, I wouldn't be here. Also, large cats are incredibly elusive. They would have been way out of their area upon our arrival with strikers running. And that many people around, they have a massive, massive range and would have been happily fucked off. Also, if it were an animal, my body wouldn't have responded like that. I couldn't even describe the gripping fear. I never let anything like that before that. Never felt like anything like that and not since. There was no fight or flight. It was like I went into a brain stem and froze. I feel like a bitch for acting that way. Being so outdoorsman, I think I am. It was just different. I could feel dread in my teeth. That's how I can describe it. Like bone chilling dread. End scene. Honestly, brother, if you're listening, great job describing that because I felt it and I had like goosebumps half the time. Yeah, that. But just just the part like he's like, yeah, I know that it wasn't like a hooved animal, like. Yeah, like how like, he I, went I, into I, it. That just yeah. that just comes to like show like how this person like grew up and that they actually had hunted animals and they knew kind of like what to look for. Whereas opposed right. to like another person's just like, what the fuck is that? They're like, that person's like, oh, there's no hooves. Like that's, yep. that's weird. Like going from the size of a jackrabbit to like a large, uh, like human animal hoof thing. It's pretty, yeah. Hmm. Do you wonder though, like with skinwalk, and I, this thought just came to me because he's saying it's going from jackrabbit to like another thing. It's just like, I just had this thought. It's, do you think that a skilled, skinwalker and i say skilled skinwalker as in like maybe they just thought ahead is they carry like multiple pelts with them to change into whatever it whatever it is that they need to be yeah i guess so like if they're if they're like seasoned we'll call them veteran skinwalkers where they, (laughs) they can like turn into um whatever they need to be say a frog hamster deer Jackrabbit? Um, yes, question mark. I don't right? think I mean, so, because, like, you know, you see, like, those people in, like, Renaissance fairs, they carry, like, a bunch of shit, like, on their belts or whatever. I would yeah. think if I were, like, a skinwalker, like, whatever I needed to, it's, like, whatever they need to be, they could just, like, maybe, like, grab onto a, a rabbit foot, and then they become a rabbit. Or, like, a deer antler, and then, or a deer hide, and they become a deer. Yeah, like, this kid isn't afraid of these fucking jackrabbit feet, so guess what? I'm yeah. gonna become a fucking... Uh, whatever. Uh, whatever, whatever, uh, whatever the veteran skinwalker really has in his back pocket. Offshoot here. I'm just gonna do an offshoot. If a skin, this, I'm gonna call it an offshoot. If a skinwalker had the pelt of a Bigfoot. Okay. What? Okay. Like, <laughs> hear me out. Or if a feather walk, of a Mothman. Hold on. Paul's Mothman. <laughs> if skinwalkers are naturally hairy, right? Bigfoot himself or herself is hairy. Can uh, you see where we're going with this? Like, is that like a natural skinwalker? Just a hairy motherfucker before? Well, would, would a Bigfoot actually need to turn into something else? Whereas a skinwalker, it's actually a human. I guess not, but we also have never, I guess we've never called a skinwalker either. <sighs> it's, it's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just thinking with like 
skinwalkers being able to transform into whatever it is that they need to be. And since we don't have like actual like, you know, ground evidence of skinwalkers, like a, you know, the DNA, the, the makeup of a skinwalker, what's to say that a skinwalker and they say that they carry the pelts of whatever it is that they need. Well, right. fucking birds don't have pelts. They have fucking feathers. Mm. So that's where I went with the Mothman thing. It's like, well, Mothman having feathers, Jersey Devil, a rake. I love the Jersey a Devil. A from- turning into a Wendigo. Wendigo. Let me just keep going. I'm not on drugs, people. <laughs> I used to love the Jersey Devil growing up in Pennsylvania, bordering Jersey. That was, yeah. I used to love that shit. And playing with my friends in the woods and shit, um, I'd always like make up stories about the Jersey Devil. Uh, but. You have another so th- story for us? Yes, I do. But, uh, that story is really good. So, brother, uh, good, good story, man. Hope you're alive. Send them in. Send more in and we will read them on this podcast. Alright, story number three. Uh, and I kind of backtrack here. This is, uh, Kale's most recent story. I kind of fucked up my screenshots here. So this was posted 18 hours ago on July 17th um, on Tails Instagram page. This is called The Predator in the Woods. And Tails and I, and as well as Amanda, we all three of us are on different um, time in t- different time zones. So we try our best, like syncing up with each other. But every time Tails posts something, it's super early for thought to read. It's always like two or three in the morning when I wake up naturally. <laughs> and I, it's, it's always when I fucking read it and I can't stand it. And I almost <laughs> wish you would change it for me. So this is the most recent one. Uh, and this is called Predator in the Woods. And this is a pretty good one. I don't think I've read this one, so. You haven't? Dope. And, and the, the previous story too, I, I actually didn't read it. I just saw NTC Skinwalker and I just screenshot it and went from there. Good. So yeah, that, that gave me chills. I live on the Minnesota border on the South Dakota side and can definitely confirm the Skinwalker Wendigos, though. The perfect predator designed to never be found unless it wants to be. Tons of guys I know and natives that I know have been seen or heard. Excuse me. Rewind. The perfect predator designed to never be found unless it wants to be. Tons of guys I know and natives that I know have seen or heard them hunting. I had a buddy this year go hunting in northern Minnesota for deer. They picked out a good spot a few months before. I don't know if you know much about deer hunting, but you typically get out there before the sun goes up to catch them in transit. Any Anyway, he's walking up to his hide with his brother, and they hear off the distance this deer just fucking screaming bloody murder. They thought someone poached the deer with a bow because the two seasons are pretty close together. So they went out to go check it out. They found blood in the bushes and couldn't find anything else. No tracks, etc. They decided to call it quits because of all the noise they made and that the deer screaming would have scared off any other deer in the area. So they decided to leave and try again tomorrow. Anyway, they're walking back to the car and they hear in the trees, Jim, Jim, Jim is my buddy's name. It's just becoming dawn and they're shining their flashlights around looking whoever the fuck is saying his name. They yell out, who's there? Again, they hear Jim. So they fucking take off back to the pickup and decide not to hunt in northern Minnesota ever again. They said the voice sounded like a woman, but scratchier. They're pretty sane, logical guys, big hunters who take it very seriously. What they think happened is that they walked on a skinwalker Wendigo after killing a deer. Yeah. How do you feel about that one? That oh. one's pretty good. Like, 
it's, it's, it's like good, so- but it until it got to like the part where it's like saying his name Jim, and then it's a woman saying that with my voice. Yeah, Jim. Jim. Like a- <laughs> Jim. <laughs> no, I was just thinking of like a a Minnesotan accent, like Jim. Gotta get hey, the hot bud. dish. <laughs> hey bud. <laughs> Hey, what the fuck? We got frogs. We wanted hot dogs. No. Do you want to read it in your accent? Randy. You hillbilly. (laughs) Okay. Use your imagination with every voice you want to hear. The the listeners here. And um, that's, I thought it was good. And you kind of fucked it up for me now. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This this is my humor. This is my humor. Yeah. Like you were trying to cope with this. I wish you weren't so fucking weird, bud. <laughs> I wish you were so fucking weird. <laughs> I'd be like, what? Who's out there? Hey, who's there? Hey. <laughs> oh, is that a windigo? <laughs> this is the worst uh, Minnesota accent I've ever done. I'm so sorry. I think it's pretty good. And I don't know many good ones, or like a real uh, one. Maybe. You know, I don't know about that. I really don't know about that. I've seen Fargo, and you're fucking killing it right now, so. <laughs> I have my grandma to thank for my accent that I can do. I, I don't, I, I don't actually have this accent. I could just imitate it very well because of my family from Northern Iowa. Ooh! <laughs> it's always like something that excites my family that when, like they get good, whether it's good news, bad news, whatever. There, it's the the ooh. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> no yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> that means that, like, yeah, I get, I, I hear you. Shut up. Yeah. And then, yeah, no, no. It's like, no, absolutely not. You posted something about that a while ago that I remember. <laughs> It's like, no, yeah, means... Yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no means yeah, no, yeah, it's like, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah, like... Like, no, yeah, but, I remember. Yeah, no, like, no, I don't remember. It's a whole thing. Like, you have to, like, be from the area, or at least, like, have people that you are related to from the area where you actually know what the fuck they're saying. It, <laughs> I've done this whole, like, so... It was, like, a couple of people that we were in Korea with, like, a couple of, uh, we had, like, New Zealand and um, Australian uh, people that we were friends with. And, like, when I was explaining, like, the different terms that different parts of America would use, and then I got into the, like, things that Midwesterners refer to, they're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And same to be said for anybody else from around the other parts of the country. It's like, okay, for example... Uh, do you know what a sweeper is? A vacuum? Yes. Yes. Okay. Nope. Harder one. Do you know what a Davenport is? I do. It's like a, almost like a shelf, right? Or like, no. like a... No. Davenport. I know it. Hold on. That's an armoire. That's what I'm thinking of. No. <laughs> Davenport. It's like a... It's like a stool almost. It's what is, right. What is it? It's It's right behind me. The couch? Well, it is a couch, and the only way it becomes a couch, or is if it, yeah, the only way it becomes a couch is if it's, like, actually inside the home. It's a Davenport if it's in the breezeway. 
okay. And a breezeway <laughs> is like a force. <laughs> God damn my mid whoever is listening from the Midwest probably knows what the fuck I'm talking about. But a breezeway is between the garage and the house. It's like a four seasons porch and right. whatever couch is out there, it's a Davenport. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I'm taking away something. I'll, I'll, I'll come up with more uh Midwestern lingo in the next episode. I'm just gonna confuse the fuck out of tails. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I've heard of that. What was, what was my first guess? A shelf? A shelf? Yeah, it's not a shelf. Yeah, tragic. A dish soap. Dish soap? I don't know where the fuck that came from. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Um, guess what, guys? Okay. Guess what time it is? <gasps> is it my hamster, favorite part? Hamster death story time. Ah, you can see my neck pain. I'm so excited. <laughs> If you've waited this hour and a half. <laughs> I've waited this hour and a half for this. Okay, where where are the dead hamsters? <laughs> I'm gonna blow through some. I'm gonna blow through some stories here. Wait, can I read some, please? You want me to send them to you? Just well, at least one of them, and then we'll see who who's who laughs first. <laughs> I'm already I'm already fucking laughing. Hold on. Wait, are you sending them to me via text? Yeah, I'm texting to you. Okay, nope. Um, there's a bunch here. I'm going to look at the same thing as you. I'm going to go towards the bottom, though. Oh. oh. <laughs> this Anything is a new... You sent me a news article. <laughs> is it about hamsters? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a whole news article. <laughs> it's, a whole, it's a whole ass thing. Keep scrolling. I'm going to start at the bottom, right? You can look at the top ones. Okay. Oh, so we'll just meet in the middle. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, I'm ready when you are. You're at the bottom. Okay. Of, I'm at the top. Hamster death stories. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Skinwalker hamster stories. I was riding my bike. Then it, on a, I was riding my bike. Then it fell in my back pocket, and my back wheel ran it over. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna become a segment in the podcast. Could you fucking imagine? That had 545 replies to it. Oh my god. I'll Mine read, has I'll, read 897. I'll read a few. I'll read a few and then you go. Okay. <laughs> you can't not laugh at any of this. It was late at, it, it was late at night and I had to go to the bathroom. I forgot to close the cage and I ended up stepping on him when I was walking to the bathroom. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, my turn. Let me do one more. Okay. Oh shit. What the fuck? What? Wait, no. Mine jumped into the frying pan when my mom was trying to make crick <laughs> and died of heat stroke. <laughs> Holy shit. You fucking idiots. He was god. trying to be Ratatouille and failed miserably. <laughs> yeah. Wish.com Ratatouille. Wish.com Ratatouille. Okay. I I'm not gonna laugh. <laughs> okay. I popped a bullet <laughs> that had a heart attack. You couldn't even finish that. Get it. I sneezed. I'm sorry. It sneezed so hard it died. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh no. 
My <laughs> My mom vacuumed it by mistake. <laughs> no, not the sweeper. <laughs> when sweepers attack. All right, one more. Mine drowned in a dog water bowl and just floated there. I have one of those too. He drowned in a water pot. All right, let me do a few more of these and then we're, we'll be done. Okay, okay we'll be one done. My, yeah, we're, we're already, we're like, we'll have a little bit to take out, but this is like already at an hour and a half, so. One of my you. books fell on him. <laughs> <laughs> How fucked up would it be if it was J.K. Rowling's books? <laughs> um, yeah, payback's a bitch. It's a full, it's a full circle, man. It's all coming together. All right, mine okay, shit okay. its organs out and died. Expo- <laughs> this is- <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god. Okay. You're gonna laugh. What are the other failed skinwalker hamsters doing? This one exploded after eating a carrot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Exploded after eating a carrot. I don't even know where that comes from. The but it's physics fucking don't make sense. The chemistry. I'm just picturing. A, I'm picturing a little sense. hamster just nibbling a carrot and just fucking. All right, last one. Oh my god. Oh last god. one. My dad okay. fed it too many Doritos. Then it died on a on Canada Day. What the fuck? Oh, can I read one? Can I ruin? I, I'm just gonna. Wait, I'm I gonna... Was, I could talk about. Hampshire's all day. Go ahead. All right. Mine died three days. Or sorry. Mine died in three days, and the lady at PetSmart told us it was a wet tail, which means diarrhea. <laughs> he shat himself to death. What the fuck is wrong with these things? Like, Wait, what? This is a good one. This is a good one to end it on. Please, please, please let me have this. <laughs> I said boo, and it passed away on the spot. <laughs> I want to be sad, although I was just disappointed. <laughs> These things are fucking useless. I really want to buy one and just document everything that I experienced with it. Like, Captain's Log, day one, he survived the boo. Day two, the sweeper. <laughs> When sweepers attack. When sweepers attack. My diaphragm fucking hurts. Oh my god. <laughs> this was a good laugh. If last. I were cancer, my... I would be dead. Oh, you would have exploded. I would have exploded probably like five minutes into this episode. If you laugh, you would have just you would have just evaporated. Alright, pro tip for any of our listeners who have hamsters, do not do not give that thing Alka Seltzer, please. Don't even look at it. Don't even look at it. If you look at it, like, yeah, your eyesight will just will kill it. Oh, my God. Okay, so that is literally all the time we fucking have. You can find me, Salty Kilo, on Instagram. I don't really have any other social media to plug here. Thought, where can they find you? <laughs> well, today you can find me at just not. AJ Tech, not period A, period J Tech. That's my new page. Um, took a bit of a hit in the uh, follower department. However, oh, some of us are at 5K, okay? 
<laughs> you really are just embracing the accent now. You got it. It's coming out. Oh, I got some Natty Light in me. I'm good. <laughs> God. The Natty Light and Budweiser pickle combo is really fucking. Oh, it just brings it out of you. It's flowing. <laughs> I had four beers, okay. though. I feel good. Good. All right. Well, we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Yeah, have, have fun editing this one. Fuck me. <laughs> right. Love Bye. you guys. Thanks for listening. Love you all. Bye. We're sorry. <laughs>